When life is difficult, Samaritans are here. Day or night, 365 days a year. You can call them for free on 116 123. Email them at joe at or visit Whatever you're facing, the Samaritans are here to listen. Hi there, welcome to the Beer Podcast, my name is Nick Mins, I hope you're all okay. Uh, today I'm just going to be talking about um, counselling, really. Um, so, I had uh, cognitive behavioural therapy, or CBT, I had that for around about 18 months. I had uh, 10 months to deal with health anxiety, and I had a further eight months with uh, depression and don't get me wrong i think the cbt work was was brilliant some of the things that i've learned along the way was excellent i think with my health anxiety it was such a massive help um i honestly don't know if i'd be in the same position now if it wasn't for the fact that i had that help um so yeah it as far as with my health anxiety i feel like it really learned me some different methods in ways to counteract how I was feeling and gave me some some good ways to deal with those things as well. Um, the flip side of that really is that I um, I kind of felt like with my depression, it I think if anything, what I kind of felt is that it maybe opened some doors, especially some stuff which, you know, I maybe thought like I didn't really think would have contributed to you know my mental health and to depression and anxiety and then when I look at it now I think god it really did and um I'm not going to go into those things right now because obviously I am covering them in um in my counseling whether or not I feel like I can um, open up about them um as time goes by um but I'd actually go in touch with the counselors to say would I be okay to have some one-to-one counselling? Because I basically just felt like I just needed someone to to talk to. And that might seem an odd thing to say. And people might say, well, Nick, you had CBT for 18 months. Didn't you really talk then? And it's like, yes, I did. But it's a different style of talking that you do when you're doing CBT. When you're doing CBT, you're, you're able to talk. But it's very much looking at it from a constructive point of view of breaking it down and then learning these different techniques, which again is fantastic. But it it really just sometimes comes to the point where all I want to do is be able to talk openly without judgment because there's that thing of I could talk to... Um, my family, I could talk to my wife, I could talk to things, but some of these things I don't want to really share with them in a way. And it's not like it's anything real secretive or real, you know, real bad. It's just that I just want to talk to someone who's impartial and not part of the family. I suppose that's me 
having that sense of I don't want to burden my family with my problems and it'd feel a lot better talking to someone who wasn't part of the family unit and then I wouldn't feel like I'm burdening individuals. Um, and another thing I've, I've, I've learned is, especially with, you know, even just this first session of, of um, counselling is, is that for the longest time I have been, you know, great at giving out um, advice to people and helping them find the right things for them. Um, you know, doing the podcasts and talking to people, presentations and whatnot and, and allowing people to kind of see things from the point of view of those who are suffering with the mental health. But I'm rubbish at taking my own advice. Now, whether or not that comes down to a lot of self-worth or whether or not I just feel like I'm not worth it, I'm not worth the trouble, I'm not worth, um, you know, all these things going on, I don't know. I think it probably is, if I'm honest. I think it's more of a, look, you're not worth it. These people are, you're not. Um, but I think that goes, again, a lot with my own self-esteem. And... I suppose my own self-esteem and my own relationship with myself is is quite a complicated one, really. Um, I have days where I wake up and I look in the mirror and I just think, what the hell are you? You know, I sometimes think to myself, God, why would your wife want to be married to you? You know, she could do far better than you. You're this, you're that. You're, you know, you're ugly. But again, I do a lot of this... Um, I do a lot of the comparing despair, which I know I do. Uh, I have been trying to be a little bit less, um, you know, I suppose, brutal on myself, really. I've tried not to compare myself to others, but sometimes you just can't help it, you know. Um, you know, when you see some of these guys and they're all buff and... You know, real good looking, proper maintained and everything. And then I look at me sometimes, it's just... I suppose it's one of them things where a lot of people do it if they see someone who looks a certain way, who fit into, who conform to the major. Um, if you like demographic, that's about all that time of people looking like this and looking like that. You know, you, you kind of, oh God, you know, you feel like you don't fit in. And it's not that I particularly want to fit in, but I suppose it's more of that just wanting to feel like... You feel better about yourself. But those are things which I think I'm going to um, start to uh, come, you know, come up against and start to really, um, I suppose, confront the more I go through my counselling. Um, and it was surprising how how drained I felt as well once I'd done the counselling because I suppose when you do the counselling it's very different to the CBT. The CBT is you feel like you're learning along the way and ways to skills and techniques and stuff but you don't feel like you kind of proper open up I think especially with my depression I feel like I opened up a bit and not massive not not to the amount that I have. Now whether or not that's because the further I've gone on with my journey through mental health, the more I've learnt about myself. So now I kind of feel in that position where I feel like I need to talk about things. So maybe I didn't feel that before. 
I sometimes feel there's a tendency for people to say, right, we want you to do CBT straight away instead of um, just talking. Um, you know, that could be something that, you know, comes up quite a bit. I mean, I have talked to other people who say exactly the same, that when they've gone for, for counselling, they've been told, we can only offer you um, CBT. Now, the only thing is, is when I was at one of my worst, when I had my health anxiety and I went to the counsellors and I said, look, I'm struggling. I really just want someone to talk to, can I have some counselling? And they said, the only thing we can offer you and the best thing we think is CBT. At that time, I just didn't want CBT. It was like, no, I just want someone to talk to. Where really, I think, CBT was the best thing for my health anxiety. And I think now I've realised that, but it's taken me this long to realise it because I haven't kind of, I suppose, when once you start reflecting on things and actually seeing uh, things for what they are, you come to realisation that, you know what, that was actually the best thing for me, really. And if I could go back now, I'd take the CBT straight away. Um... But yeah, it's um, it's going to be a, a, an interesting, I suppose, as one way to put it, is uh, it's going to be another little road in that journey of experiencing new things and looking at, you know, other things which have affected me and the ways that they have affected me. But just talking about it in just a more general way and getting it out there then having to learn different techniques and things it's I'm looking forward to it in a way and I wish it was almost every week it's every two weeks but I wish it was almost every week but um, I mean I've only really just started to get if you like I like most of Friday and into Saturday I felt really emotionally drained and it's funny by just talking about your, your thing, you know, what's gone on in your head and, you know, the things that can bring up is how emotionally draining that can be. You know, if anybody does have counselling, you know, one of the advices, you know, a bit of advice I'll give is, you know, take the time after you've come out of the counselling session to talk a little bit about, um, you know, to kind of give yourself space to, to deal with what's just happened and allow yourself to to come around it in a very um, slow manner. Just take your time with it, you know, give yourself a bit of space to whether or not that you, you want to be around people or you want to be on your own for a little bit. Just give yourself a bit of time to, to deal with what's just happened or what's just come up in them sessions. Because um, it can be quite thought provoking and it can also kind of bring things back as well and quite triggering. So. It's going to be uh, another another step on the road to recovery um, or on the road to me just being able to deal with things. So I'm going to keep everybody, you know, keep you updated um, and uh, hopefully be having uh, another guest on in the next couple of weeks uh, to talk a little bit about their, um, their dealings with uh, counselling. So... Uh, Thank you very much for listening today. Um, thanks for the continued support 
the podcast online. Um, and just remember, it is time to talk. Uh, my name's Nick Mins, and I'll see you all on the next podcast.